Welcome to the Johnny Studios Podcast, your source for music, business, and growth. Hello and welcome to the Johnny Studios Podcast. I'm here with JR for episode number five. We have some new amazing questions. Hey JR, how's it going, man? It's going really well, going really well. I'm glad to have you here. This this internship slash placement has been amazing. We have loved having you here, man. I hope you're enjoying it. Oh, definitely. 100%. Right on. All right. So let's just get right into it. I want to provide as much value to our audience right now. So um, let's start with the first question you have, and then we'll just kind of go from there. I'm really excited, man. Yeah. So yeah, I got some questions for you. The first being, uh, so how important is social media and content creation when building a brand? It's crucial, man. It's super important. Like people don't really understand the value of having content online. The thing with having content online is that, yeah, you might create it and at first you might not get as many views as you would like, but it's always there and it it becomes like legacy content. So literally someone can discover you at 1 a.m. or one week later or even one month later or even a year later, Mm. they can find you, you know, and they can connect with you. And the content you should be putting out should be representing your brand and it should be authentic. People relate to authentic. Um, You want to have the guts to actually go in and tell your truth, you know? That's why some of the the content that's the best that connects to audiences is when you're actually facing them and you can even grab your phone. It doesn't matter the quality. You grab your phone, put it on record, and then you can just start talking to your audience, tell them about how you feel. If you've had like a really rough experience and something you can learn from it, something embarrassing that even happened to you, anything to create an emotional connection. Because I want you to think of content like this. Content is a chance to connect, okay? So you have a girlfriend, right? Have you noticed once you actually started talking to her and opening up your feelings about how you feel about certain situation, about things that happen in your life, about your passions, about not only the beautiful part, which that's where a lot of people are failing now on social media is that they're showing something that is not portraying their true life, right? Like I can go outside and I can go take a picture of me beside a Lamborghini and be like, I'm a 20 year old with a Lamborghini, you know, a 25 year old with a Lamborghini. That's not truthful, you know, and then there's going to be kids and people that are going to be scrolling through that. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Right now, I'm not saying it's bad to take pictures of you with your car. Just make sure it's authentic, you know, and make sure you have authentic posts. Um, So to get back to my point, have you noticed once you open up like that, you form a connection, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's It gets deeper. Your physical connection gets deeper. Everything gets deeper with that emotional connection. Now, you have to think of your audience like you want to connect with them on that level, you know? Obviously, not to that extent. <laughs> you know, you don't want to make sweet love to your audience. <laughs> but you do want to share yourself and share the value that you have to them um, in the best way you can. And the way you have to do it is open up. The hardest part with that, man, is that you really have to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for even me to do it. It's hard for everyone that's done it. But the more you get used to it, people will start relating to you because they're like, oh, my goodness, look, JR isn't a perfect person. You know, Mm -hmm. he makes mistakes. He's also making beats. He's also creative. He's going through some of the struggles that I'm going to go through. And that's how you build it up. So I would say content creation is really, really important. How you roll out a single. You know, I've noticed now that 
there's certain Instagram clips or Facebook clips where it's literally someone in their car with their new single blasted and they have their 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 phone right here and they're just bumping the song and they're singing along and all their crews in the back and then <laughs> and they got a grand hyped. deal for that <laughs> that's what i mean but that's the thing then you then you see and it's it's just like it's not even a music video they're just giving like a little snippet of the song but they're all emotionally connecting someone sees that and they get hyped up and they're like what's the name of that song and then you have more chance to go viral mm. um but it's building that that long-term connection you want to really provide value and put yourself in the shoes of your audience and let them connect with you also another thing it's not only creating content it's being receptive to all the questions they have and everything they have within you in in the content you know mm. so if they're if they write a comment answer back you know truthfully um do little nice things for your your audience that's how you build true fans man like taylor swift is an amazing example for this like in some of her albums she'll literally call up some of her fans and be like hey like do you enjoy the albums this. yeah she'll even she'll even like send a gift basket with her new album and all the stuff to her top fans and that just helps build the connection even more because it's like oh my goodness she sees me she values me this is amazing so you have to start getting used to pumping out content and you know what it also places you as an authority within your field doesn't matter whether you're a musician trying to trying to to make it or if you are a tech startup with a new business idea um, that you want to launch and you're trying to get users, building that connection with your target audience, they're going to be more receptive to buy your product or buy your service through this content. And it doesn't even have to be video. Mm. Video is a great way, by the way, but you can do it through writing, like through blogs. Um, you can do it through images. You can do it through uh, just quick posts on Twitter about your thoughts, you know, about your feelings, and you can do it through video. And there's a lot of different forms. Um, there's Instagram, Instagram stories, Facebook, Facebook stories, even TikTok now is huge. See, and then with TikTok, I've seen like it's dancing, but at the same time, there's people that are, that are speaking on TikTok and making some creative things and they, they go viral mm -hmm. and they, they connect on that level. Um, just having an open line communication with your audience is a hundred percent crucial. Did that answer your question? It definitely did. That I, I think that was very well put. Awesome. Um, the only thing I wanted to add to that, just yeah. just for the podcast, is, for sure. uh, is with uh, pumping brand or pumping content to your brand is the also the importance of maintaining your theme and consistency, making sure 100%. that you're always you know being consistent and holding up to your theme, as well as you know getting personalized. You talked about with your yeah. audience and connecting with that. You but all another that. another thing, your theme has to be authentic to who you are. That's oh yeah, thing sure, yes. Yeah, so uh, for sure, example. Yeah. Um, like Kanye West, for example, going back to that type of persona, he had to ingrain this confidence, like cocky, blah, blah, blah. He just speaks his mind and that's his brand. You yeah. know, and his he knew brand that since, is, like, since, since the like beginning, <laughs> you know, um, Taylor Swift, she's like the, the butterfly princess. You know, you know what I mean? She's all like sweet and just like, oh, I'm so innocent. Like, da, da. But that's, that's like her brand. She's authentic with herself, you know? So as long as you're authentic, but yeah, you can keep within a theme when it comes to colors, um, logos, a website, everything should be aligned. That's another thing with brand strategy. And it's funny you mention that because I'm actually working with multiple companies to identify their brand strategy and create their authentic voice, help them kind of define it, their color scheme, set up their websites and their social media for success. Mm -hmm. So I offer those services too, um, like so people can visit my website and check that out. But yeah, 
it's 100% true. So thanks for adding that, man. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so if it's okay with you, I'd like to move on to this next question here. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, so question two, uh, how do you find your inspiration when creating new music and or ideas? Whew. That is a great question, man. Um, inspiration, I think, is, is different for everyone. Because uh, everyone has different life experiences and some people are more visual, some people are more auditory. But all I can say is my best creations have come when I get out of my comfort zone and I just go experience life in the present moment. Um, I'll give you an example for, for my one song, um, I Can't Say I Love You. That one, I literally had just... Like I had started seeing this girl, you know, it was still nothing serious, but it kind of phased out and I, I was heartbroken because I had never built like, like any really solid connection with a girl. And I wouldn't say that was really solid, but it was getting close, you know, now I'm in a beautiful relationship and it's, it's long-term and, and I'm learning every single day. Right. But this one, when it broke, I was destroyed, man. Like I literally like, you're going to laugh, but I, I, I went in. To, I went like I went to bed and then I was literally just like like I was crying dude yeah. <laughs> I was literally like listening to like a sad song just bawling my eyes out you know like yeah man I, need, <laughs> I, I ain't laughing because I've been there you know what I, mean? what I mean I think I'm relating that yeah you know what I mean? so I was literally crying but you know I I recorded the chorus like in my my bedroom of my my child uh my child hood house you know like where my parents live you record what you recorded the the vocals that stand on the on the song today yeah there? that's cool the chorus there with this usb mic just the chorus but i couldn't think of the verse but when it finally ended then i was like crying in my bedroom in like in the studio you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like just here and i literally like crying I, I i i kind of like just you know when you cry and then you you feel like a lot better but you're still kind of sad yeah i felt therapeutic and i was like whoa i feel really inspired that's when the inspiration struck i literally came in here i turned all the lights purple because i have like a philips hue setup so i can literally with google and everything i can just tell it to yeah. change it to purple i it's showed amazing. you right? oh my it's god awesome. yeah so i changed everything to purple made it like a really cool theme i pressed record man and i pumped out verse one verse two finished the song wow. and it wasn't the best vocal take but it was the best vocal take for that song at that time because you hear the authentic sadness in my voice. Mm. I wasn't, I didn't take like a billion tries to do it. I literally did it in one or two takes and my voice was even raspy because I had just been crying. Mm. And then when you hear the song, you feel that. Yeah, because it's authentic. I've even had friends say, man, I love that song, but like, like I can't listen to it all the time because it makes me sad. Like, like I can wow. feel your pain in that. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's incredible. Cause like, that's exactly how I was feeling. That's what I was trying to convey. Mm. Cause then even in a musical sense, that's when people can actually relate to you when they go through experiences like that. And then they can have a song that's comforting mm. in that sense. Like I have a song coming out soon. That's about like my struggles with anxiety. And I really want to take the vocal takes and make it, make it come from the true place where the creation came from. And I literally created this, the lyrics to the song while I was having like an anxiety attack. Mm. So it's, it's like create when you're in a really high emotional state, um, through if something crazy happened, if something happy happened, if something sad happened, that is my best recommendation for you, um, to create a true masterpiece. Like do it when you're 
feeling it. That's when you should like create it. But at the same time, on the other hand, I think it's a skill and it's a practice and you should always be trying to come up with new ideas. But I think the best ideas come from those when you take inspiration from those emotional states. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, man. I think you're definitely right. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll hop on to question three here. Um, so this one regarding uh, Johnny Studios yeah. and business here. Uh, where is it that you get most of your leads for Johnny Studios? That is a good question, man. All right. So most of my leads, surprisingly or not, come from Google. Google is king. Google. And the funny thing is I haven't spent like any money on Google ads this is just how I set up my. Can I pause you? You haven't spent any money on Google ads. No, I, I, I'm actually coming. just. I'm actually just starting this this week just to even pump it even more. If there's one thing, like one trend from clients that I've personally met through my experience so far at Johnny, mm -hmm. is is it? I, it's Google. I hear I hear the word Google because Google. you stand out on Google. Well, and, and 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 hearing right now that you haven't put the money into that. Yeah, that's confusing me. I love I break that down. But OK, but. so there's a strategy, man. And here's the thing. You have to start learning about search engine optimization and keywords. So Google, basically anyone can find what they're looking for. Like we're in a new age now where the consumer, they don't have to be bombarded. Like it's still good to grow and that type of thing. But they already kind of have a sense of what they want. They can kind of go search. All right. I want a new uh I want a new car, you know, boom, I want a new song recording. Da, 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 da. They just search up song recording near me, these type of things. So Google, the way their algorithm works is that they'll actually scan your site and based on the content, they'll, and the authority of the site. So they use a lot of ranking. So it's almost like if you can get your site on a blog, like mentioned on a blog or mentioned like in social media or have good reviews on Google reviews, um, all these things it will kind of give it more authority to your website. And then you can actually have the keywords in there. So be very descriptive about what you do. So like I say, you know, I'm, I'm a recording studio. I'm an exceptional recording studio that offers audio and video production as well as marketing services. And then you can actually find the keywords that people are searching and add that in. So then Google will rank you higher. And then the more Google reviews, the the better your SEO is set up. And this is a service I offer at Johnny Studios too. Like I'm working with some home building companies and and some tech companies as well to build their strategy to get more leads through this because you get organically to the top. You know, Google ads is great. Don't get me wrong because it automatically puts you at the top, but then you'll see a little ad thing, right? Mine mm. is at the top without that little ad thing. You know, that's what you want. That's what I want. <laughs> so get this, like my two new video interns, I'm getting two new video production interns. Mm. They found me through Google and they said all they put was video production near me. Hmm. And then I was like, holy, like I came up. That's amazing. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. All my leads. I'm, I'm going to train um, this girl on how to do music production and that type of thing. She said, oh, I just searched uh, like best recording studio near me. See, that's what I'm saying. It's a trend, man. And I came up. That's the thing. So you want to establish yourself as an authority, but you know what else helps that content? So also what helps ranking? Now I have a podcast, you know, so right now I'm just providing value 
and Google takes all those links and then you'll even rank higher too. So if you have a YouTube channel that says Johnny Studios or your brand name, if you have a podcast, if you're blogging about helpful tips, that, that gives Google more chance to give your content out. Because think about this, man. If you're blogging more and you're saying, let's say you make a blog, like I just made a blog saying um, how to start your own podcast, right? And I give a lot of value in that. But now when people search how to start your own podcast, Google's going to start showing me more in that too. Mm. So that's how every new blog is a new opportunity to get in front of a new client. You're and you planting seeds everywhere. Exactly. And then at the end, you, you, you put calls to action. Right. So at the end, I'll be like, oh, if, if you want, if you need help making your podcast sound amazing, uh, click here and set up an appointment and or send me your send me your track and I'll edit it, mix it and master it um, for this much. And then that's how I'm getting all of my clients. Um, and it's, it's truly amazing because it's like an organic growth. Mm -hmm. But in order to get there, it does take a lot of persistence and you do have to be pumping out content that's value-based content. So this actually ties in with the first question you asked me, which is great. But yeah, Google, that's where the majority of my leads come from. And then here's another strategy. I know you didn't ask about this, mm. but once I have a lead, I provide maximum value. I make sure they're super happy no matter what. They're my number one priority. If I'm working on a project for a client, I want them to be 120% happy with the work I did because then I ask for a referral. That referral goes on my website, goes on Google reviews, and then guess what? They end up being so happy with my services that they end up referring me to other people and I'll get leads that way too. So it's not only about showing that you're good, it's about being the best you can be every single time. Every time I get a new client, man, it's like, I'm going back, I'm going back on the field, you know, game I'm time. just like game, game time. time. Let's do this. My providing value to my clients is my number one priority. And I want to show that no matter what, and they can feel that man, there's different attitudes that people can take. Like, have you ever been to a restaurant where the server is like, she does not want to be there. She's like back talking you and you just feel like, I don't want to give you a tip. Like, this is crazy. Like, but then you've gotten other servers where they make you feel amazing. They brighten up your day. They're they're super positive, even though maybe they've had a hard day. And then you're like, wow, I, I'm definitely coming back here multiple times just because the service was amazing. And I'm going to tip like 20% more. Mm. So you've, you've probably seen that, right? I, oh, yeah. First aid. 100%. So that's, what, that's the mentality you have to take, too. You have to get into that giving mode. Um... And also, the great thing is on my website, I have the, some of the work I've done like with my own personal brand and like a lot of testimonials and things, but people can listen there too because I want to find my ideal client, right? Mm. Um, and that, that's, basically, that's basically how I get leads and how I retain leads and how I've been able to grow and keep growing the business. It's valuable stuff. Yeah. That's good. Um, I think... Okay. Okay. So, so my next question actually is on ads. Um, uh, when is the best time to start investing in your online ads? Okay. So, so I said I hadn't put money in Google ads, right? But I have put money in other types of advertising. Okay. And here's the thing, man. I think once you have something that you're proud of, you, you should boost it, you know, whether on Facebook or Instagram or Instagram stories. 
um, that type of thing. But I would start off, like this is how I start off, doing little tests, you know, because the crazy thing about when you start advertising is that literally changing the color of a text can increase your click-through rate or even changing mm. the phrasing just by a little bit can change your click-through rate. So you're trying to find the highest click-through rate for the minimum amount of money and then you can grow exponentially, right? Mm. So start testing, you know, you can do like $5 here, um, $5 here and do like an A-B test and kind of see what's working. Then you can invest more money. So I would say go, go gradually and start learning the ropes by doing. I learn by doing. I learned music production by doing. I learned guitar by doing. You want to get in there with those ads, but I know you, obviously you don't want to spend like 20000 right off the bat or 1000 right off the bat, but start with five, $10, five, $10 ads here, five, $10 ads there, you know, like something you would spend like at Tim Hortons, just yeah. getting a coffee just and a donut just to see what works. And then you can kind of see, oh, this one got really good response. Then you can be like, all right, I'm going to put 200 on this and see how many leads I can get from it and create like a chain um, that will grow your audience. Mm -hmm. Another thing too is just kind of like like DMing um, people like that are that can help you take you to the next level, right? And I mentioned this in, in previous episodes where in order to do that, you want to provide them value first. Yeah. Um, so I won't go really deep into that. Like that's in the past episode. But yeah, I think I would do it as soon as possible, playing around with it, and then slowly scale it up. As um, you're tuning it. And yeah, man. The thing the is, Dude, with Facebook advertising, you can be so targeted, man. And you've probably even seen it where you're talking about something. You pull out your phone. It's like, that's exactly what I wanted to buy. Perfect. Boom. Yeah, that stuff's a little scary. Man. It's scary, <laughs> but it's super convenient. And you can use that to your advantage, man. You can target. You know what you can target on Facebook? Say you have a new song on Spotify. You know what I've done before? Hmm. I've literally said, okay, I want people that are into Ed Sheeran, John Mayer, like whatever similar to the, the genre that I'm doing. I want them between 17 to 25. I want them to have a Spotify subscription. No. I want them to uh, be like single or recently like broken up. So then if it's a song about heartbreak, they'll relate more to it. And boom, then I make the ad towards them saying like, like best song for breakups or something like that with a, like a, a picture of a girl crying and and then boom that gets a lot of clicks man so you have to get creative like that and that's mm. that's the fun part about it too it's advertising is an art in itself because it's like how can i get people to listen to my music when i'm still not established or how can i get people to download my app when i'm still not an established startup or how can i get people to buy my services because you have to look at it this way. In business and in music, you're selling value. You're selling your gift to the world. So you have to take it. I, I really hate when people are like, oh, like, like sales is something dirty or that type of thing. No, man. Like you have to look at it. Like you're not scamming anyone because if you are, you're going to be out of business and people are going to give you bad reviews and don't even try, right? You're providing, you're sharing your gift and you have to look at it like this the world is meant to see your gift to use your gift mm. and you want to get it to the people that are gonna need it the most whether know that's in, yeah whether that's the music whether that's in products anything so if you have that mentality then you mm. can be like okay how 
you know, you place your hand on your heart. It's like, all right, like, how can I get this to the most people that need to hear this? You know, mm-hmm. if I wrote a song about a breakup, that's going to help them. Or if I wrote a song about anxiety and how to, how to get out of that, I want to share that with everyone that has anxiety, you know, so to help make a shift in their mentality, make a shift. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why we're doing the YouTube videos. It's so someone listening to this can listen to it and be like, whoa, that gives me a new mind wave. Now I can create this idea. And now you're sharing your message. You're sharing your gift. And it's just value all around. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So I got one more here for you today. Um, Perfect. So I have this personally. I have this music tech idea that I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, yeah. And I just want to see if you have any tips about how I could turn that into a reality. Dude, that's amazing. Oh, and just to give some context, he told me some of the idea, Mm -hmm. and I think it's an amazing idea. Um, So be on the lookout for that. (sighs) You know, with with startups and, 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 and music tech ideas or any type of ideas like that, I think the first thing you should do is develop like a plan and develop a prototype, you know, even if it's like designing a prototype of how it's going to work. And then you want to create like a business requirement document. So basically what that is, is like wireframes. Um, there's, there's certain tools that just search like wireframing free tool where it just tells you, you can place buttons and that type of thing. And then you want to document how it's going to work and create a full document with that super detailed so you have an idea then what you want to do is create like a landing page or something where it explains the idea and you want to make sure you want to collect like email addresses right you want to see oh like is the market going to respond well because for example to make an app like that it could cost all the way to like 200,000 even you know it could cost really expensive to make an app like that um, depending on what services you go with or that type of thing. So first you want to make sure it's a viable product. In order to do that, you create a business plan, like a marketing plan, but you also create the business requirements, documents of how it's going to function, right? What features do you want? What's the the value add of this product, of this tech company? And then you create a landing page and then you start marketing it right? And then you kind of see are people biting? Like if you're starting to get a lot of people entering their email address, you're selling it before you've even created it. You don't want to create it first, then sell it. You know why? Because what if you create it, you're $200,000 in debt, and then you realize no one really is excited about it. No one's really going to buy it. Then that's so high risk. But what if you collect 50,000 emails through doing marketing and then you're saying like, it's going to be available soon, but this is the concept, blah, blah, blah. Like pretend it's like already almost there. Yeah. Then you have proof that all these people, whoa, they're excited to make, to sign up on this. Then you, you already have the business requirement document. So then you can start talking to um, amazing software companies that can actually get it done for you. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's a, a software company here in Waterloo called isucorp.ca. Um, They do custom software solutions and they've built apps for General Electric and all the way to startups that do e-commerce and everything in between. You could get go to someone like them and and be like, look, I want to create this. Like, can I have an estimate? Here's the business requirement document. They can even help you kind of like mold it into something even more professional. Mm. 
And then now you know, okay, this is how much it's going to cost. Then you can decide what route you're going to take. Are you going to ask your your family and friends? Are you going to save first, like for a few years to be able to afford this? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to ask for funding? And then that's a whole other conversation we can go into where you can actually If the idea is feasible, you have a lot of email addresses and then you can create a pitch, then you can go pitch it to investors. Mm -hmm. Um, Then investors will be like, all right, I'll give you I'll give you a million bucks for the first round, but I'm going to take 40 percent, you know, but they're going to help you build it. So it ends up being worth it. So you have to there's a lot of different routes you can take. But the first thing you want to do is make sure it's viable in the market. And you can do that by doing the landing page, creating the features like it's already made and collect those email addresses. And you, and you can do that using like Wix or Squarespace or these these website builders that are very cheap and really well made to, to create those type of landing pages or even click funnels. Um, what's another one? Like lead pages. So there's a lot of different companies that do that and they're not that expensive. It's like a like a small monthly fee. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was a lot. That was good. Good information. Woo. Is that the last question, man? That is the last question. You just wrapped it. Perfect. This is great, man. Um, Keep the questions coming. This is really good and I'm really excited for your music tech idea. And yeah. um, just to let everyone know again, JR, how old are you? 18. JR is 18, man, and he's already creating a lot of beats. He already has a music tech platform business idea. Um, and yeah, JR, you have a bright future, man. Yeah, the and, future's a cool place, and, man. And I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and yeah, man, music, growth, business. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, man, let's end it on that note. Thank cool. you so much. Yes, man.